You know, I think as Christians, we're all called to serve God and to bring glory to Him in all that we do, right? So when we we do that, if we're called to be a pharmacist, a physician, an educator, you know, whatever that might be, we go and do that. But we're still called to serve God and represent Him and to be that light. Pharmacy, medical missions, and all legitimate careers as Christian calling. You're listening to the Karen 10 podcast, where we bring alumni back inside Karen University in just 10 minutes. Well, if you've been paying attention, and I hope that you have, you know that Karen has stepped into the sciences for the first time in history, with students now studying here to earn a BS or a BA in biology, or pursuing our pre-med or pre-PT track. And now this has also enabled us to have some very productive conversations with new friends, and one of those friends is with us today, Dr. Christine Burney, who is Dean of the Wegman School of Pharmacy at St. John Fisher College, all the way up in snowy, at least in the wintertime, Rochester, (laughs) New York. She is particularly passionate, as you will hear, about medical missions, and she spoke to the students in chapel today about this, but also much more as it relates to vocation and calling and the Christian faith. And she joins us now. So, Christine, thanks for being here. Great. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to be here on the Cairn campus. And it is a balmy 50 degrees yes, here today. Yes, it is. So, Not like yes. Rochester. Yes, so, yeah. yes. Yeah. But you, you had mentioned uh, today in your chapel talk that really you look at Philadelphia as kind of your home home grounds. Absolutely. So I'm from New Jersey originally. And so I uh, went to school here in Philadelphia at the University of the Sciences in Philadelphia and then um, took a couple classes here at Cairn when I was in the area and got some great uh, biblical training here and thinking about missions as a career. So yeah, I have a, a warm uh, respect and, and um, a relationship here. So it's great yeah. to be back um, on campus after probably almost 20 years of taking yeah. those classes. So long time. It's great. Well, it's great to have you here. It's It's been been wonderful. So I wanted to jump into your specialty area as a pharmacist and also a dean who trains pharmacists or oversees that training. Um, what's happening today in the world of pharmacy? And I'm th- I know that's a really broad question, but I'm thinking, what are some of the trends that we're seeing? Um, as a pharmacist and somebody who has a lot of experience in this, what would you say is happening in that world? So the pharmacy field is really expanding and growing. We have traditionally, uh, thinking about pharmacists, it was very much focused on the product, uh, dispensing the product, pills, tablets, capsules, ointments, creams, uh, solutions. Um, Now pharmacy has really shifted to the patient. Um, The product, um, in many ways, takes care of itself. It can be put through automation and and different equipment that can be packaged and dispensed. Um, Pharmacist still needs to make sure that that's correct and make sure there's no drug interactions and it's get the right things in the right place. But really, so much automation has come in that pharmacy has really shifted to patient care. Now, pharmacists are very integral members of a healthcare team in a hospital setting. Pharmacists will round with the physicians and the healthcare team up on the floors, have consult around uh, pharmaceutical care and really put input into what medication uh, the patient is taking, the discharge um, aspects of that, um, very engaged in um, the true care of a patient. In the community, community sector, we're seeing that more and more around things like immunization, um, blood pressure and diabetes, uh, screening, treatment, education, training, um, all of that is so important. And so the pharmacist now can sit down with a patient, counsel them on medication, really explain to them, talk to them about their disease state. And so focus really on communication, really that patient care. 
And so another thing that we're really curious about, as I mentioned, you know, we're, we've started uh, several programs here at Cairn, including um, a pre-med track. And uh, you were mentioning early how a lot of pharmacy students might come out of a biology type of uh, educational experience. And so if you were able to talk to a parent of a prospective student who is, say, already interested in the field of pharmacy, what advice would you give that parent and that student about the process of thinking about that career? Mm-hmm. Well, pharmacy is a, a great career. Of course, I'm going to say that. I'm extremely biased. But um, it is it is wonderful in that you still have a very much a patient care model, as we were describing. Um, but you don't have maybe the length of years of education you see in medicine. Um, you still have very much... Um, um, uh, you need a pharmacist in every town. Pharmacists are everywhere, so job security is is uh, very strong, um, and uh, wonderful um, opportunities to really be part of the community. Everybody knows the corner drugstore and the pharmacist; they're accessible. Can't get a hold of your doctor in the middle of the night, but you can get a hold of your pharmacist. And so we see a lot of patients come into the pharmacy, ask questions, um, ask about different meds, and sometimes we're doing um, some of that. Uh, pretty, pretty, and um, more engaged conversation and discussion around patient care in those settings. So it's a wonderful field. There's so many different things you can do in pharmacy. Right. Um, I always try to encourage our students that are thinking about health professions. Make sure that you explore all of the different options. Um, pharmacy, I think, as we said earlier, I think a lot of people think about it as uh, dispensing tablets, and it's just not what it is anymore. Um, there's so much of the patient care involved that um, it's a, it's really a wonderful field. Hmm. So you spoke in chapel today on your passion for medical missions, which talking with you further, why is that so important to you? And and what is it about that that has captivated you for a long time? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I did my first medical mission trip when I was a student. Um, I was finishing up my doctoral degree and had the opportunity to go on a, a medical mission trip to Nepal. And it was the first time I'd really left the country, um, except for Canada. And, um, you know, to, to recognize and, and to go and to serve as a pharmacist on this medical team, to realize the opportunity to be able to bring our skills, my skills, my education, my training, my vocation, to really go to a place where I can bring glory to God. And in some of these countries that we went to, people had never even heard the name Jesus Christ. So to combine both that need for for medical care and the need for spiritual care all in the same place um, is really an amazing piece. Over the years, um, you know, really being engaged in that, but um, now really being able to um, bring students on trips with us, to really train students about medical missions, uh, that is, I find, so rewarding because I can go on a trip and serve for a week or two weeks, but if I can empower other students and really train other students to go out. It's really a multiplying effect, um, and that has been so rewarding and so valuable. I'd encourage anybody listening to this to check out the Chapel podcast, and you can hear uh, Christine speak uh, at more length about this. But I think it was really helpful when you shared with the students regarding those who go on medical missions trips that not everybody has to have professional medical training. Can you say a word about that and how you enlightened them to that effect? I had that very similar misconception on my first trip. I remember thinking, wow, I wonder if they really need a pharmacist. They probably need all physicians. And when I went on that, that first trip, I thought, oh, my goodness, how would they survive without a pharmacist? here, right? And then you start to realize, how would we survive without 
anyone on this team. Every person that's chosen and selected and that God calls to be on that team is so vital to that team. And honestly, usually half the team members are non-medical people. So there is often things like... um, There are a lot of children that show up at these medical mission camps. And so somebody focused on children's ministry is really important. We do a lot of health education. And so really anyone can do health education. We take so much for granted here in America of what we know about disease prevention, about hand washing, even proper toothbrushing, simple, simple things that are so important when we are talking to patients. You know, we can, and as pharmacists, we often think about dispensing the medication and I've got to give this person an antibiotic or some pain medication medication. But that medication is all going to be gone in a week, or a couple weeks, a month. But that health education you can provide to these individuals will last a lifetime. And so you don't necessarily need the, the high levels of medical training to really impact uh, individuals on these short-term mission trips. And we need people with all different backgrounds to be able to attend these and really be a part of that team to really um, accomplish what we're hoping to accomplish in those trips. Uh, based on what you've seen, and I know you took classes here some time ago, uh, but uh, in reconnecting, what is it that you've seen here today that you think our students might actually have a unique opportunity here with this education if they do want to go on, whether it's medical missions or pharmacy training specifically, or even entering the sciences at large? So I think certainly having a foundation in your biblical knowledge is very important in any profession you're going to be able to move forward and really use as a Christian. That's so important. And I think think that is an amazing thing that uh, Karen's be able to uh, combine those two. So you get good vocational training in combination with your biblical training and to to ideally be able to incorporate those together um, as you go out and serve in the world. You know, in my program um, where I teach now, I have an elective course um, called an Introduction to Medical Missions, and it's the one class Mm -hmm. my students get, you know, to try to prepare them for medical missions as we go out. And it's a one, two credit elective. That's it, right? So you're students are getting um, tremendous training in the background, really, in that biblical basis, and then the more specified and specific around their particular vocation, um, they're really well-equipped to be able to encounter um, the things that they might do in their vocation. So sometimes we kind of, you know, almost like bifurcate these two, like this is ministry and this is my work. In what way do you see somebody who is a pharmacist, or whether it's a pharmacist, or like you said in chapel today, whether a person's going into education, whether a person's going to social work, person is running a business, in what way is that very much do you see a legitimate Christian calling um, for a person versus feel, people feeling like they have to go into full-time ministry? You know, I think as Christians, we're all called to serve God and to bring glory to Him in all that we do, right? So when we, we do that, and we're called to be a pharmacist, a physician, an educator, you know, whatever that might be, we go and do that, but we're still called to serve God and represent Him and to be that light. So we do that, whether we do that in our backyards, in our communities, in our, our neighbors, or we go to the uttermost parts of the earth, um, it, that's important that we are our Um, representing Christ, and we are um, sharing that with other people around us no matter where we are. God has called us to those places. He needs Christians in all of those settings, and he puts us in those settings uh, very specifically to impact those communities um, that we're in. Well, it's a privilege to have you with us on the podcast and here on campus today, Dr. Bernie. Thank you. And thank you, alumni, as always, for listening. You know, Karen's ability to develop these new programs and take part in uniquely training up the next generation of biblically-minded science professionals was made possible in very large part by gifts from alumni like you. 
Due to great progress in the Forward Campaign, we were able to launch these programs already, but you still have the opportunity to fully fund that portion of the campaign to bring even more professors, technology, and facilities to these programs. So I'd encourage you to go to cairn.edu slash give to make a gift today. And thanks to the many of you who have already given. And also thanks again for listening.